0: Hello and welcome to another Woodshop Podcast with Mike Coffee of Coffee Custom Builds, Daniel Dunlap of Daniel Dunlap Woodworks, and Peter Kapar of Petrie's Workshop. You can find us all as well as the podcast on Instagram and YouTube.
1: Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of another Wish Out podcast. Episode Yay. thirty-nine, the El Camino of podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> nice. we
2: don't wait, wait, wait. What, wait. We what are. was the what was the Subaru version? Oh, the Baja. Why
1: can't we be the Baja of podcasts? <laughs> El, El Camino's um, uh, Mike. What was the word you used in a pre-show? A penty dropper, I believe. It's the <laughs> panty dropper of course. <laughs> the ladies love him. LL and cool. they also S. Love ladies love cool super sponsors. Supers.
0: Oh Oh, I nice throw, it. Pete. That was good. Oh. I'll do goodness. it this time. I'll get this one. No, no. Sit down, I'll get this one. This <sighs> week's episode <laughs> is brought to you by Sticker Beat. Cause when you need stickers, you need sticker beat. No big thank you to sticker beat for sponsoring the show. We really appreciate them. Not good, Dan. Okay. Uh, thank you to uh, sticker beat for sponsoring the show. We really appreciate them. Uh, they are integral members to the sticker swap community that is deeply ingrained in the woodworking community. No, but that. seriously, true we're, that. <laughs> true that. no, but we really appreciate them supporting the show. We really appreciate them supporting the community. And, uh, you know, not just for sticker. I mean, they have stickers, but not just for uh, sticker swap stuff. I mean, you can use it for uh, uh, marking up your stuff around your shop. If you want to put, um, like, um, asset decals on your equipment at your company, stuff like that. They have all those kind of things. they got the heavy-duty stickers for when you need to put, like, a barcode that you need to scan for inventory for your assets in your system. And if you just want to s- trade stickers with someone on the internet that you don't really know that well, <laughs> now's the time. Uh, if you want to use uh, promo code COFFEE. Or promo code COFFEE. Or if you want to use promo code COFFEE. You, I'm just Ouch. kidding. There's <laughs> there's COFFEE, there's PETRI, and there's DDWW, right? Yeah. Yeah. All those will get you 20% off. We're kind of running a little competition to see who gets the most. So you know, far, I'm ahead. I don't think that's true, but we're running a competition. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's not true. That's There's no way that's true. I'm looking I mean, at the numbers now. I still now. don't know if no. there's a way
1: for them to track.
0: <laughs> there's no way to track it, but this is a fun fake game we're playing, and everyone loves fake games. So, big thank you to Sticker Beat, for for uh, supporting the show. We really appreciate them. Pete, is there someone you'd like to thank? Yes. Great, because I threw our, it to you to do that.
1: Our one true lord and savior are patrons.
0: Oh, jeez. That's going to be some <laughs> serious controversy. <laughs> <laughs>
1: We love our patrons. Yikes. We just hung out with a bunch of them in a pre-show.
0: I just want to and say that it's been a pleasure doing the show. It was a fun run. It's too bad we didn't hit 4-0, but this was good. It was good pretty okay. It's a want nice okay. to end on. I'm going to
1: have it's a, a cliff cheesy poof. It's a cliffhanger. Find out next week on Dragon Ball Podcast. Uh So what? we <laughs> shout out. It's <that's> a to <laughs> the show. want to shout out our, uh, our patrons. They were in a pre-show with us. They were hanging out. We're having a blast. And one of the reasons we were able to bring the pre show and open it up to everyone was our patrons. Uh, With that, we're able to provide a lot of awesome content behind the scenes. You get special questions answered, stuff that we wouldn't regularly talk about on a show. You can, uh, if
0: you're a patron, you're listening. It's loosey goosey. We have a good time in there.
1: Yeah. It's It's very loosey goosey. This week's
0: pre show was pretty dang fun.
1: And then there's not good. There's a pre show, and then there's the secret pre show that's patrons only. Yes. Which means if there's questions, like we go like, "Bye pre show, love you guys," and we're like, "All right, listen, listen, you
3: guys, this is the real
1: dirty that's stuff, got some Pete's questions." Middle name Somebody is asked like, our favorite color, so <laughs> <laughs>
0: Peter Francis Kapar. Peter
1: Francis Kapar. that is my middle name. Uh, so if you want to join us, uh, check us out on patreoncom slash podcast. Perfect, and you can sub there, get some stickers, yeah, get a sticker from Dan, yep, get shirts and. And also, speaking of shirts, we also have that Etsy store, which we'll bring up later. want we'll to check that out. But Mike, I think we have some new patrons this week.
0: You, sir, are correct. We do. Mm-hmm. We have uh, David Sipich joined us. We have Alex J. Kopajons. I hope I pronounced that correctly. Sounds good. And Damon Gerhard. Thank you to you, three fine folks, for joining the other folks who uh, support us. And like Pete said... We do the pre-show for the patrons. I mean, it's open for everyone, but you know, being able to do that is a result of the uh, the Patreon and those. And you get all the content.
1: What four, four to five days early?
0: Three to four days early. Yep. Yeah. So three to seven days early. Three to nineteen days early, depending on who forgets to switch (laughs) the switch up. (laughs) Loosey goosey. It's, it's real loosey goosey. This yeah. is this is why you should be a patron because everything here is loosey goosey. <laughs> you want
1: to see loosey goosey, Mike?
0: <laughs> we oh, we <laughs> run a really loose ship. Yeah. <laughs> we'll loosey- have him done my
2: March for sure.
1: Border of what's allowed on Patreon before we go into uh, Dan's only, or only dance or
0: whatever. Only <laughs> dance. Only dance. Cool. Well, that's it for that. Uh, Dan sent a good text and I almost read it out loud on the show. <laughs> <laughs> Please don't. <laughs> and I'm not going um, like, to. Before
1: we go into the regular stuff, can you talk about this thing you're doing?
0: Oh, that's good. Thank you, Pete. I appreciate you doing yeah. that. Um, I am doing a raffle. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah. yeah <laughs> okay, yeah, good. Yeah. I wasn't wait, 100% no. on that. Wait, wait. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> uh, uh, some things going on. I didn't know if you knew how much you knew. Um, <laughs> no, uh, doing a raffle this uh, month, actually. It's going to go through the holidays. Um It's for a just a big charcuterie board with some feet and handles. You can get whatever engraving on there you want. Uh, Anything. I mean, as long as it's not breaking any copyrights. And as long as you're not breaking any copyrights, I will do... uh, uh, I'm trying to think of that stupid... I mean, really cool thing from the... Bakugan? (laughs) Is that what it's called? No? Fire Dragon Ball Z. You can get your Dragon Ball Z, favorite Dragon Ball Z (laughs) character on there. (laughs) No, You (laughs) lost me. I don't know. I don't know. I couldn't think of anything ridiculous. Anyway, you can get whatever you want on there. But the bottom line is... Pete's going to put the, the, uh, URL in the notes and it's $10 raffle ticket and you can buy as many tickets as you want. And, um, it goes to a good cause. That cause is the Woodworkers with Disabilities Fund that is ran by Jonathan Katz Moses. So I really encourage you to go check that out, give to a good cause and get entered to win, uh, what I think is a pretty nice board. So, uh, go check it out. I really appreciate that. Thanks for throwing it over here, Pete, for that. Yeah, I mean, you're fairly biased, but it is a pretty nice board. I am fairly biased. but <clears throat> uh, Did you mention it's walnut? <clears throat> oh, yeah. It's all walnut. You yeah. can't see this right now, but there is a bunch of walnut behind me. Upwards of two sticks.
1: You can't keep so, um, watching it on the <laughs> oh, video. Yeah. yeah, that's right.
0: <laughs> but, hey, let's forget all that because it's really important right now that we move on to something very, very near and dear to our hearts. It's called What's on My Bench. What's on my bench? And I'm going to throw it to Dan since Oof. he just sang. I didn't. Wait, you're gonna well, edit you me in singing, right? You did, oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. <clears throat> <clears throat> I don't know. Who knows? Maybe I'll forget. Like I've been doing lately.
2: <laughs> uh, oh, what's milk. on my bench? <clears throat> I sang for you.
3: Thank you. Um,
2: Thank you. I got a lot of things on my bench. Actually, I've been I've been working at like three or four hey. things at once. It feels like hey. this week. Huh. Kind of a big boy woodworker over here. <laughs>
1: I'm so proud of you, you Don't you remember your face When you say that
0: I <laughs> am <laughs> kind of a big boy
1: oh. Skin's so Girl, soft Girl beard Then we'll talk
0: <laughs> Stop it That's rude That's a real direct attack You know we can't
2: Physically on, do that I've been working on Some hickory uh, Floating shelves And nice. I'm gonna do A mantle wrap With hickory Sick For the same client It's gonna be very nice When I'm done mm, I'll be the judge on, of that Hey calm down <laughs> I've been working on some alder. So, I finished up some alder stair treads last weekend, and now I'm going to work on the railing. So, I got a bunch of eight-quarter alder in my shop right now. I'm going to work on the railing and and posts and everything, and I'm also working on some mahogany, ribbon mahogany. What's that? It's like curly mahogany, but, you know, it sounds fancier. Ribbon. Got to make up new cool words to describe your wood. Cool, cool, cool. Well, it's a Nebraska thing. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Silverado. <laughs> oh, you're not wearing a
2: silverado mahogany? You know, I don't know silverado what you're talking about. Mahogany. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> so I, I got, so I picked up a 14-foot mahogany board. It was all ribbony and curly from my
0: I know what that is local now. hardwood dealer. <laughs> <laughs> you're in on the no. I'm in on the no, uh, yeah. I'm in, I'm in the no on the, the the ribboning. I don't know. Who knows. So I picked up a a board
2: and I turned it into like, Twelve charcuterie boards. Is that the board you got for a good deal? Yeah, yeah. It was like uh, fourteen feet by. I think it's like thirteen inches wide. It's all curly. It was gorgeous. I couldn't. I couldn't not take it. And the girl yep. that worked at the hardwood dealer was like, "You're buying that?" I'm like, "Yeah." She's like, "Oh, <laughs> how am I not
0: gonna it's buy for that?" For sale. <laughs> she sounds like a real idiot.
2: No, it's
0: joking. It's so I pretty like it. to look at. <laughs> anyway, uh,
2: so I turned that into a bunch of charcuterie boards from a template that I got from Tyler over at HGC. Never heard of her. <laughs> Our buddy Tyler, who was uh, kind enough to sponsor a giveaway for oh, this. Oh, that week. Tyler. Yeah, that oh, Tyler.
0: Awkward. Thanks for that, Tyler. You're it's a deer. A guy. Oh, um, it's a guy, Tyler? Yeah. Oh, man. I really should pay attention to the show notes.
3: Hey. This is going south. Ship, <laughs> thanks.
0: I'm going to take a
2: drink and get a breath, and I'll come back. <laughs> <laughs> it no, um <laughs> So I've Sloppy. been working on that. I'm also working on a couple of cutting boards. I feel like Pete over here with all the cutting boards and charcuterie boards I have in my shop but i need to i need to fill up my etsy shop i feel you like you do
0: you should man there's no reason not to you got so many scraps in there make some side cash i got
2: so many scraps like i know i'm i'm back into the into the the cycle of like should i i shouldn't throw this away i can make a bottle opener out of it but, but that's how can. i got I into i saw your story today that's how i You're got into the the, <laughs> the the hoard of wood that i had before before mike and and rusty if you came just out of my make shop. it
0: and you sell they'll sell dude yeah,
2: well, it's a ma- it's a matter of making and, it. And you.
1: <laughs> Here is the other thing. Here is just from experience: <laughs> <laughs> making them and then being finished or whatever, and just on a shelf is taking up way less space than the damn wood on your wall. So you might as well at least make them, so you have them to sell. And even right. if it sits for a couple of weeks, Months, still taking years. up less you
0: space. You know a good photographer. Do I?
1: Yeah, Kayla's I got a know. phone. Yeah, seen she-
0: it. my wife's <laughs> pretty good. <at> Nokia thirty three ten photos.
2: <Ooh. laughs> <clears throat> anyway, lots going on. A lot of lot of small things, a couple of big things here and there. Oh, I still need to I still need to make a uh, drawing, a three D render for a big bookcase for a client. Still, <laughs> Pete, Pete, Pete.
1: You've got. I need number. Pete's
2: help. Mm. I will help. Fusion. Yeah, it's a fusion thing. So I got that coming up too. I really need Come to on. get on the ball on that. That's going to be a really awesome project. Anyway,
0: Mike, what do you got going on well um, we got a bunch of orders from my Etsy store right now and well actually no that's not true the Etsy store orders have kind of I've caught up on mostly except for like five I've got a bunch of custom orders I'm doing right now <clears throat> doing right now that came in from like uh, email inquiries so uh all. I think there was about 8 of them, 8 inquiries over the last week and a half or so and all but like two became real and I have deposits for so I got to get them done and they're all like get here by Christmas kind of orders. So <clears throat> um I'll throw it back to you Dan, don't worry. Um the <laughs> I just uh, remembered something. I'll throw it back to you, don't worry. Fine. The uh I've got the bench to wrap up. I'm trying to have that sprayed by Sunday. My cousin's actually coming over tomorrow to help me in the shop to get caught up on a bunch of stuff, uh which is very nice of him. Um I have like eight or nine projects that I need to do that involve the CNC and he wants to learn how to use the CNC. So we're going to do those together. I'm going to walk him through that process. And then tomorrow he's going to help me sand and assemble and glue up the bench. And then Sunday I will spray it. Uh, and that will be done. And I'm really happy with the bench. Um, I showed my stories today. I made the hand rest for or the arm rest for the bench. Um, I did that on the CNC. It was cool. I had the design in my head. I drew it up in about five, 10 minutes Ran down to the CNC, cut it out, resawed that piece of wood, got my two armrests out of it, and it was all done. It was so cool. It was just such a cool process to be a part of. Uh, knocked that out. So everything's done on that thing. I just really need to finish sand and uh, get some and glue it up and spray it. That's not going to take any time at all, really. <clears throat> um, and then yeah, just a bunch of things. I came up with a design for something uh, in my, I mentioned my stories and it got a lot of good interest and one guy's buying a bunch of them. So I got to get those things up on my store. I mentioned that to you guys. Um, I'm, I've am i got a bunch of designs for things that I'm kind of afraid to release before, uh, before the holidays cause I don't want to get slammed before the holidays. So I'm kind of holding off on releasing them after the first. Um, and I want to get those out really bad. So, and then this week I'm, I'm working with a, a realtor right now. Um, she's having me do all her closing gifts, and she seems to be really happy so far. So um, that's going to keep going. So it's been pretty good, pretty good week for that. Um, also, today I released um, a video on YouTube. Um, it's doing pretty okay. Uh, oh, the meta-
2: metalworking video, right? The
0: metalworking video, yeah. I did my first metalworking. I was working with structural steel, melted it all cool. down. It's very good cool. And uh, yeah, it's very I made cool. Made some no. clamps. Yeah, <laughs> I made my own clamps. They're called <laughs> schmessies. Um, no. <laughs> No, so I, I did, I did a video on this, uh, shadow box that I made for my, uh, MicroJig match fit clamps. And, uh, actually, MicroJig sponsored that video, which is very awesome of them. I really appreciate them sponsoring that video. Um, that is your
1: first sponsored video. It's my first
0: sponsored YouTube video. Yeah. That's a
1: big milestone, dude.
0: Yeah. It felt really good. I was worried. I was nervous that was how that was going to go, but the video is doing pretty decent. So, um, I'm pretty happy with it. So, and I really like working. I mean, this isn't a pitch for MicroJig, but on the, I really do like their products. And working with them is really great. I really do like working with those guys. So, mm-hmm. um, But that video is up and live. If you want to check that out, that'd be really cool. Um, what else I got going on? Um, I'm working on another video already for another company. I'll share more about that in the next week or so. And then um, I've got three other videos in the hopper that I just haven't been able to get to, mostly because I was sick for a couple weeks. I couldn't do the talking head and voiceover stuff. Um, those are edited and ready to go for me to do the voiceover stuff. Could you uh, just work r-
2: on a video for me?
0: No.
4: I'm still working and, on that and, one. um
0: <laughs> And then uh they're small videos. They're not they're nothing big. Uh they're just little shop things. And then I've got like a just a long list of video projects that are written down on my Things app to get to. Uh but I don't think I'm gonna get to any of those after until after the first of the year. So it's been uh just real busy with orders and I can't complain about that at all. <laughs> I love it. Um what else I got going on? Um oh, this weekend coming up, I'm gonna be Moving my uh, wood rack over there to get my sheet goods over there. Finally, I got everything set up, kind of ready to go. So that's going to be nice. And then that's kind of it for me, Dan. What other thing did you have that you forgot? Did you forget? Oh, again? I have
2: a I have a large cutting board order. Probably the oh, largest yeah. I've ever I've ever a done. A
1: large as in multiple larges in <coughs>
2: <coughs> one <girth>. single board. <laughs> it's going to be like two inches thick by thirty-two inches long and sixteen inches wide. Wow. With a juice groove, with handles, with rubber feet. It's gonna be a big board. That's it. Damn! I just can't believe I like skipped that. You're so dumb.
1: Because that was a big, <laughs> big thing. This Pete, group. Pete, <clears throat> no, toss it to Mike, so Mike tosses it to me. We gotta go in order. Mike, Pete. Hey, what's <laughs> up, guys? So <laughs> Uh, right. Dan's face so, so Dan took my thing I'm making cutting boards uh, what? But It's I, the season for cutting boards this I feel is the season. like it's this Christmas is, season This is the season for cutting boards And uh, we're also very late to the party Because like realistically Cutting board season starts in like October Oh It yeah, <laughs> starts stocking sure. up for the holidays So yes I'm making cutting boards I made a bunch of uh, Like I said last week I got a bunch of the wood off the wall All the Dan size pieces they're like, oh, I can make something out of this. And I made something out of them. And it's cutting boards. So I made in a bunch of. In my defense, boards. I
2: burnt a bunch of hickory today. I threw a you bunch of hickory. I my did see that. Day.
1: You showed a lot of restraint, buddy. I'm very proud of you. Mike, send him that gold star. Anyways, it's on the way. Uh, so I've made a now. bunch of those boards. And so my dad retired this year in September. And he's been a, a pain in a dupa since then. And he's just like, <laughs> like hey, do you have anything? I'm sorry, back unique? up. What's dupa? Oh, uh, I don't know. What sorry, you're gonna have to listen to a pre-show for your Polish lesson of the week because otherwise you can't hear. If you're a patron, you can hear it. Otherwise, everyone else check it out on Wednesday. It means butt. That's all it is in Polish. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, he's been—he's like—he's retired now. He's bored. Man's worked every single day of his life for the last you know hundred years. So wow,
2: he's getting really old. Him.
1: <laughs> uh, I'm old. <laughs> he's like seventy-one, but. So he's seventy one, but he's worked a hundred work. years. Yeah, he's working
2: hard. He's working hard. <laughs> you get your butt down here and work. Well, it's for me. I, oh, insurance.
1: I don't want to lose the insurance. Uh, he, so he's been bugging me about like just helping out and shopping. A lot of times it's like if it's CNC projects or whatever, like he can't even help me. So it finally was like I got a lot of sanding to do, and he was like, "Oh yeah, yeah, yeah sure." So he like before I even knew it, I don't know where. At some point, I just heard noise in the shop. I'm like, when did he show up? And just started sanding all the boards. And he basically was running that uh, my Daros with the Festool dust extractor like all day. And those, what's he think of that? Just, uh, what's up?
2: What What does he think of that Darrow? Oh, he
1: is actually like he's not one for like strong opinions on things. He's just very like a goes with long with life kind of guy. He was like, "This is so much better." Like. That old sander you had, it was like nothing compared to it. He was like going off about and it. And then
0: you hit him and said, why'd you touch my Daros? <laughs> <laughs> Get your hands off that old man. Use the De- De- DeWalt one. But you know, I have
1: the, the, everyone starts out with like that DeWalt random orbit sander. I that have that was That's a what ball I sander. I used, still like a have sh- it, actually. I don't because know he's why. Fly- I still have it too. I use it for a lot of like. But I have to sand, like
2: I'm
0: not gonna get, get rid of my good about sander. yourself a little too good about yourself
1: <laughs> exactly like, I'm feeling but too I good I better use my crap sander a lot <laughs> <laughs> so he he just sanded it and he's like blown away by how fast it is and it's kind of crazy to like to give it to someone that's never truly like experienced a good sander and just watch their reaction and be like this actually works like yeah that's money <laughs> you know it's worth the money so anyways so he helped me out sanded a bunch of stuff, the stuff to 220 I just got to fill a couple little holes in those and uh, then I need the client to pick out. I th- made these like she wanted really small boards, eight by six. So I ended up with like eight and a half by six and a half because I just don't have the yeah, heart. You were talking to make about that last that week. Small. Yeah. So, but these are like finally sanded, cut down. I'm just, just going to let him, him do oil. his thing. No, I think no, I... She wants to get him all cnc and with something. So that's fine by me. Dupa. I will, I will chart, Dupa. L Dupa. Yeah, Dupa on the bottom <laughs> part because you get it. <laughs> So, anyways, cutting boards, making tons of cutting boards, and a bunch of them are going to be bottle openers, which I'm pretty stoked to do. Those are um, fun. Yeah. Aside from that, I've been spending a lot of time in a shop, and I feel like nothing's been getting done this week. But one thing that's seriously just made such a difference I got some of those like Harbor Freight anti fatigue flooring mats, and I got a couple of them, and I keep adding they help because a lot. I'm finding new spots where I stand in my shop a lot, and it's so much more comfortable. The
2: fridge. Yeah,
1: I'm from the fridge. <laughs> what do I want to eat? What do I want to drink today? I stand there one, a lot. One thing that I wasn't really expecting is the temperature difference. It's so yeah. much more, it's so much warmer to stand yeah. on that yep. when it's really cold. out. Mike, stop nodding. You don't even know what cold is. You live in California.
0: Yeah, it's almost it's, 70 here today.
1: Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. Life's so hard. But the the anti fatigue mats, they've just been working Can so Can you well put.
2: An affiliate link for those mats in the show notes, please.
1: Yep, AWP and a coupon will get you twenty percent off. Fun fact. (laughs) Yep. Uh, Aside from that, i I cannot wait for my two printers to get here. The two on top of the two that are behind me because HP LaserJet. Yeah, HP LaserJet. Well, it's a brother. (laughs) Lexmark and an Epson. But I need these three D printers to get here because I am drowning. I'm actually holding off on announcing new products because I can't keep up with printing. The only time these don't print is when I like it finishes in the middle of the night or I'm recording a podcast. Otherwise, they're running 24 7 and I'm barely keeping up with orders with two of them. So I'm, I'm getting two more likely that's going to help out, but that could be weeks away still and I'm just kind of making me cry at night. Did you, did you buy
2: the pre-assembled ones or are you going to have to put those together too? So I got First, the Hold minis on. With...
1: For sure he
0: didn't get them pre-assembled. Well, I want to <laughs> hear him say it.
1: Are you wrong? I got the pre-assembled ones. Oh. And, yeah. So, uh, I got the minis, which are, they come in like six parts, and you just put them all together. Like, oh, the gantry and everything is whole assembled.
0: Very, very seriously curious. What's the size difference between the minis and your current ones?
1: It's about 75, 80% of that bed, which is fine. What can't most you print
0: the, on it that you currently offer?
1: My square. Full-size square. Oh, Okay. That's the, literally the only thing that I can't print on it because yeah, everything else makes prints yeah. kind of in the center of the bed and I can customize it. Right. And it's pretty small surface. Exactly. So I just can't wait for them <clears throat> to get here. And I guess, you know, we have been teasing getting a new tool. The payment's finally been made. Um, you know, i kind of, you know, Mike kind of told everyone on, uh, on his live, which everyone on Instagram was listening to. Uh, so everyone basically knows. There was almost a laser. forty people in there. It was amazing. <laughs> yeah, but I'm getting <laughs> a laser. I'm actually getting the same laser that Mike got. Uh, you know, we're we've all gotten. Obviously, we've all been using Laguna tools. We all love Laguna, and because we've been so active with them, we were lucky enough to partner up with them and get a. You know, I, trust me, I I paid for this thing, but we got to you know work something out where I will be posting some content for it, and they gave me a nice deal on a laser that I just couldn't pass up and it definitely wiped out my savings, but you know what? It's worth it. And I had a very hard time. You know, we talk about sometimes about buying like your last tool first and shop finances and stuff. And this, this was a hard pill to swallow, even knowing that the shop is fully paid for it already. And like, I don't have to take out a loan or anything for it. It was just paid for. Um, but I'm very excited it finally got ordered. Hopefully, it'll be arriving either next week or the week after that, just right before Christmas. And I'm just going to hit the ground running. I've wanted a laser for like five years. And I'm What so are you getting get again? It. What is the... It's a, a Laguna PL-1220. Uh, And I'm getting basically it's the same setup that Mike has, except I'm not getting the the distractor, the extractor, uh, because I actually have a vent right where it's going to go. So it's going to vent right outside. Are you getting
2: the uh, rotary?
1: I actually ended up getting the rotary tool. Yeah, I was going to hold off on it because, again, I don't want to buy it unless I can afford it. And Black Friday and Small Business Saturday and Cyber Monday were very good to me. I think they were very good to uh, a couple of us or probably all of us. We all got
0: some orders this week. 10, 10, no, God I'm way months. in debt. I am way upside down in debt right now. <laughs> no, but it, it was I, good. I bought so much stuff those days, together. I'm screwed. I didn't buy anything. <laughs> I don't know
2: what. I bought so a TV okay. for my camper.
1: But people people joke. bought a lot of stuff from my shop, which I'm very grateful for. And it was oh, yeah, yeah. allowing me to buy this tool and just, just kind of knock it out once. And I'm super stoked to get it in a shop. I've wanted a laser for so long. And just there's a lot of things a CNC can do. <clears> but there's just certain things that you, it can't do it as clean as a laser. So, oh, I yeah, forgot. Very I, forgot I
2: I I am getting that Easy Bake CNC. Easy,
1: easy Bake CNC. Yeah, Dan from, found a Woot.com. Woot. com, which <laughs> is a. Uh, was it the uh, laser 3D printer and CNC all in one? In the Easy Bake oven. In an oven. All in one. Fun, fun 30 second story. A friend of mine texted me this week that I haven't talked to in a while, and he's like, Hey, guess who's got two thumbs and is getting a laser? I'm like, Cool. Okay, let's hear it out. And he tells me he's getting like this, like, Amazon-style, like, laser CNC and 3D printer all in one. Easy bake oven. And and then once he got off, yeah, easy bake oven of CNCs, basically. And once he got off his high, I was like, guess who else is getting a laser? And then I told him what I'm getting, and he cried. You're <laughs> mean. But anyways, let's get into the questions.
0: Let's. This first That's question it. is from Adrian Vita. She has a question about woodworking.
1: Hey, guys.
2: Adrienne here from Hickory Homestead Creations, and my question for you this week is, um, when you go to try a new technique or something new that you're learning, do you just go all out and do it right on the project that you're working on, or do you go ahead and grab some of that fine pine and test it out on that first? I would just like to know, because totally just ate up a cutting board today, Um, and really, in my head, I was okay with it, but... I was wondering, would you guys rather have practiced on pine than your actual piece? Thanks. Pete.
1: I'm gonna toss it to Dan because you weren't looking and Dan's like I know. Oh, I'm <laughs> sorry. Dan. Dan. Sorry. Dan, what do you think?
0: I'm drawing a I'm very aggressively drawing a circle in pencil on my notepad right now. Sorry about that. Yeah, that's important. Uh, Dan I get, that. I get that. Go ahead. <laughs> it's a nice circle, bro. Dan? What do you think? I don't know. Go ahead, Pete. I kinda want him to show
2: I kind of want him to show, show the ripple. circle to the video crowd.
0: Sure, I'll do it right now. It's good. You guys, you show guys us. hold on to your pants. I want to see the circle. Hold on to your pants because they're going to blow clean off. Look at that thing. You, wow. You're going to tell me
1: you didn't use CAD to design that?
0: Wow. I didn't. I'm pretty good. All busy. right, that was wow. worth it. Okay, Pete, go ahead. <laughs> i Dan. Go ahead. Pete, Dan? Pan. I won't, I won't do it on a project. Dan Mike I... x Pete. <laughs> <laughs> Dan Mike x Pete. going to give it to going to give it to you. <laughs> <Ex-pete's gonna laughs>
1: X speed's uh, going to give it to you.
2: Pre-show jokes. Uh, pre-show joke. I won't use Pine and no. I won't use the project, but I will use like a scrap piece or a leftover piece of the same material from the project which I'm working on. That way I get a good feel for it because pine won't necessarily give you the same feel or the same um play or whatever word I'm looking for here. It, it won't give it you. Doesn't it, respond it, it, the same. Thank mm-hmm. you, Mike. It won't respond. It won't respond the same. So
0: Even I after try- I said it, you almost struggled to say it. <laughs> Let's do a
4: podcast.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes, I try to
2: use the same a, a scrap piece or a leftover piece from the same material I'm, I'm working on the project. Pete, now please tell me your answer.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I, I guess it. Honestly, it it depends. So. You know adult diapers. her her thing that happened was actually it was a cutting board and just groove went awry and and uh, you know I, for something like that I might maybe do a super shallow cut that just barely scores the wood to make sure that I actually have everything aligned it looks good um, but I actually tend to just go straight for the piece, the final piece except on the CNC I actually have a piece of uh, plywood that's a uh, roughly the, the my cutting area. And basically, I just run sample cuts through it. If I'm ever doing a, I started doing my juice grooves on a CNC, but it's a little scary to throw in like a finished end grain cutting board and run it, run a CNC through it. So I would put that sheet down first. You know, it's plywood. I know it's fairly flat. I have the bit run all the way around or like I put the other board next to it and I'm like, all right, this looks pretty good. And then I'll pop in that board, re-level it and then, or re-zero it and run it. But aside from that, I pretty much go straight for the finished piece just try to take extra care. Now if I do need to sample like how's the chamfer going to look or whatever, yeah, I will grab a scrap piece, but if it's something material specific like if I'm going into like some super hard wood, I'm probably going to sample like dance that try to sample off of an off cut to know how the tool's going to hit the material. What do you think, Mike?
0: Um I'm just going to jump right into it. Definitely going to use not going to use pine because I don't keep it in here yeah. at all. Also, who's um, got
1: that much pine just laying around? <laughs>
0: I mean it's just I don't want any of it laying around it's garbage but the uh but the but I'll 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 um I'm trying to think of a time where I've actually done like a test run on a piece of wood and I'm not sure that I actually do that so I kind of just do it um but like Pete said on the CNC but that's not not so much because of the wood that's more of my uh not super sure of my skills on the CNC and not yeah. messing it up so um but, but it's if a it's robot. So, it yeah. does everything for you it does. I don't get it. It's amazing. You actually just think it and it draws on the sketch yeah, you just, and does it. it.
1: Definitely. That's why we Tell don't charge setup want. time at all.
0: Um, no. So, uh, yeah, I just kind of generally just do it. I just dive into whatever I'm doing. Um, I'm trying to think of a time other than a CNC where I haven't or where I've used a, a test piece, but I can't really think of anything. So I just kind of dive into it. Even when I carved the engraving for that bench back this week, mm-hmm. I just threw that thing on the machine and went for it. Um, Sometimes you just got to do it. Anyway, um, that's it for questions. That's all of them. We're done. Yep. Is this that it? Great show, guys. <laughs> wow. Great show no. this week. I actually, we didn't go through and mention or mark up which ones are the uh, patrons or not, so I'm just going to go straight down the list because I can't figure it out right now. <laughs> I'm going to be Mike real Mike a
1: lot of chocolate milk, <laughs> and he's so, got
0: full belly. How dare you? This next one's from Ben Miller from Squatch and Woodworks.
1: What'd you call
3: me? Hey, guys. It's Ben from Squatch and Woodworks. And the answer from last week, I'm not under an underpass. It's squatching works. I'm Bigfoot, damn it. Chilling out in my cave. But my question for this week is, for someone going from just using stain and a little bit of poly here and there, what's a good finish product to just kind of learn with and make the jump from wax to something a little bit better? All right. Thanks. Dan,
0: since I screwed up so hard last time and didn't go to you first, let's fix this right now with going to you first. Well done, Mike. You're welcome. I'm a. Professional. You could.
2: You could. Did step you see my circle?
1: Bit. I did see your circle. <laughs> it was a Very nice circle. It's a little oblong.
2: That's what I would tell okay, my Pete. second grader. Um,
1: <laughs> bit of an egg.
2: <laughs> All right. Calm oh, down <laughs> with the egg. Um you could step it up, up a little bit and get some general finishes. It it's not harder to apply, it's just a, a better quality product. It's technically easier to apply. Apply. Whoops. <laughs> Calm down.
1: Calm down, blow.
2: chocolate milk, Mike. Um <laughs> it's it, so thirsty. Okay, it's it's easier to apply, but it it is a better product. It it does look better. You could get like a armor seal by them or you could do like a water-based uh, Polly. I've used their Flat Out Flat, which is crazy flat and matte, And this is boring the crap out of Mike. Um, this sucks.
0: This show's garbage. I was joking. <laughs> <laughs> this is good tips from Dan. Dan's hot tips. Dan's a good tip. Pew pew! Dan, come on! You want the video
2: video video so? So? He wants <laughs> to answer this
0: guy's do you like an ony
2: soil? Or a good rub-on finish? Uh, Rubio, uh, Osmo. I mean, there's so many finishes out there. Like, Yeah, you can't name them all. I mean, come on. What I can't this? name everything. You just need to do a little research and, and say, Whoa, hey,
1: that's I That's rude. Do oh, a little research? I don't do research. What is this? I <laughs> reach out to other makers and demand an answer. Just
2: look for something you want to try and try it. There you go. There's a lot of things out there.
0: <laughs> Sorry, Dad. Pete. Are you throw it? Yeah. throw it. What is this, Pete? Throw to me
1: because Mike is just laughing uncontrollably. So, I'd say you know when this actually ties to one of the questions we get later about how much do you buy of certain supplies when you're starting out. Actually, I started that out with question. a lot of. Okay, so we're not going to do it. Uh, <laughs> delete all this. Ready?
0: Yeah, yeah. Go back. now. Back.
1: Okay. So, <laughs> I when I was starting out, I was buying sample cans or the smallest cans possible several finishes to figure out what i like and one of the ones that i really landed on was wipe on poly it happened to be the easiest to apply didn't really have a lot of issues uh it was a fairly good finish i did find it to be uh a little difficult with temperature because depending on when you apply it which one you uh wipe on poly Oh, really? I found that in the winter it was a lot harder to cure. Oh yeah, I think in the winter everything has a hard
0: time.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. California, get out of here. (laughs) It's so cold. One thing that, you know, not not a lot of, like when you're thinking of like fine woodworking, you never think of like rattle can or just a a spray can full of finish. Whether it's just a basic clear coat, just says clear coat on it, uh, or, you know, something that says like a rattle can lacquer. But spray finishes in a can Are not a bad option to go with they do a pretty good job of sealing uh some of them there's i think options with like tints as well if you wanted to kind of have more of like an oil finish uh look to it but that's a great way to do it and honestly especially if you're working with like pine and starting out it's a nice quick way to learn both spraying technique and just other finishes that you might like uh now should i toss it back to dan so he can toss it to mike
0: I don't know. Go, this Mike. Is your weird rules. What do you want to do,
1: <laughs> Mike? What do you What do you use?
0: Well, if you're trying to try new stuff, what did you stuff. use when
1: you're starting out?
0: So, if you are trying new stuff, I'm going to mention a few brands, and they are these. A um, simple finish is a good one that I liked when I first started branching away from. Uh, I really don't like high VOC finishes. I don't like them unless what I'm in does like VOC a, stand for. Uh, vesticular, ocular, crackular. Everyone knows that. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's wrong. No, that's right. Look it up. It's in the end. It feels of, right. It it's feels towards right. the end of Google. Once you I will it up, I'll it's Bing it. Towards the <laughs> end <right now. laughs> of Google. Uh, it's um it's uh yeah, list of finishes. Let's go. Oh, Pete's in charge now. Why? This is like you're rich. Falling asleep? I'm not falling asleep. <laughs> anyway, simple finish is a one that I used to use a lot. Um, obviously armor seal is a good one. Um, it's a bit, it's like a, it's like a wipe on poly essentially with its own, uh, stuff in there. And then, uh, Odie's oil. Obviously I love Odie's oil. I use that all the time. Um, I mean, basically, I mean, I can't really tell you about stain. I've used it one time ever my whole life. I don't use it. So, um, you know, just avoid that stuff in in my opinion. (laughs) Oh, Dan's is Dan dying. I have him behind the Audacity screen. He looks He's real bad. You're
1: laughing, you are coughing. It's, it's real yeah, bad. It's a, Dan, right
0: now, looks real bad. Um,
1: oh, he farted and he can't. Breathe I'm, right still, now. I'm still laughing at the
0: video <laughs> <laughs> uh, Yeah, simple finish. Anyway, <laughs> the there's lots of products rocular, you can use. Crackular. <laughs> Show title. <laughs> This is so dumb. This is so stupid.
1: Oh, so stupid. I'm
0: writing it down. Vesticular? Ocular? cracular. <laughs> <laughs> how,
1: how do you even spell that? I don't know. No, it's a good thing that's not a uh, like an, an, a giveaway code.
0: Like Listen. You have to spell it right. <laughs> you don't want high VOCs. Because <laughs> no one knows what they are. <laughs> and you'll die from them. <laughs> no. But any, anyway. Uh, we're Okay, Dan needs me to stop. He can't feel his legs or something. He is dying. So... <laughs> um, yeah, but just just branch out. Try anything else. Try Literally try any other stuff. Try new products. Try things you might – you'll find what you like and what you don't like. There's no like right – there's no like product that you have to use that makes you using the right product. You're going to find products that you like to use and you're going to find products that you don't like to use that other people like to use and it's just your personal preference. And you do got to find the thing that you like the most. Yep. I used to use Simple Finish a lot and then I used a lot of water poly and then I was using Armor Seal – and now I'm using uh, Odie's a lot, so I mean that's kind of it's just that's kind of the evolution of my finishes.
1: And for so. the love of Todd, read the label. For the love of Todd, <laughs> <laughs> read the label seriously. Like it tells you a lot of what you, how you should be applying it, how often. Uh, yeah, like, don't just re- guess. Yeah, don't just guess, especially with spray finishes. If you're getting any can stuff, I recently learned about uh, re optimal recoat windows, which I didn't realize was a thing. Like there's a time
0: that you want to reapply finishes sometimes mm-hmm. so read the label sometimes you have to you can do it within the first like hour or two and if you miss that window you have to do it like 24 to 36 hours later sometimes depending on what it is so um anyway this next question is from oh i hit play already <laughs> this next question is from henry Gonzalez. he has a question about
3: hey guys henry from hg's alfresco woodworking and colada bar hey hope you're having a good day Just a quick question. Got to do some uh, built in uh, bookcases. And the wife wants them to span. They're about five feet and no vertical support. Wants a clear horizontal line. So, planning on doing a dado in the back of the cabinet. But, any suggestions on how I can limit saggage? Either wood type or any uh, joining tips? Uh, I am going to face frame this, it is going to be painted so I can get a little savage on it. Um, but any tips would be uh, greatly appreciated. Thanks. Greatly appreciate the, uh, the podcast. Very entertaining. And last little shout-out to uh, Mick He's been a big long-time uh, customer here in Berkeley. However, I did take a trip out to Stockton, and holy cow, Rusty's got it going on. And let's just say uh, if you had to choose between the children, this would be an easy choice. <laughs> They really got a good thing going. Anyway, thanks, guys. Hope uh, hope you have a great day.
0: Two things real quick. VOC, VOC stands for Volatile Organic Compounds. And before not I throw th- not not Vesticular Ocular Cracular. <laughs>
2: okay. I need to tell you guys why I was laughing so hard. Okay. When you said that, I was trying to write it down, and I was laughing so hard that I couldn't write it. And I just sent you a picture of what I actually wrote. I wrote vesticular
0: oculap lap. (laughs) He just throws the end of Dunlap on every word. Vesticulap oculap lap. (laughs) Jesus.
1: What is that? All right, Dan, answer his
0: question about how to attach a floating horizontal shelf in a bookshelf. Me?
1: He literally was pointing, don't. (laughs) Oh, was he? (laughs) Yeah.
0: University. Oh, did you see? I have my circle. <laughs> Get of here,
3: Pete. Go.
1: Pete, I'll answer. Uh, a dado is probably the best thing you can do for that if there's no supports, and I don't know how deep those things are, but I mean, if it's like eight let's say it's a substantial, is it just eight inches? Did he say? Or is that you? That you go, is that how you go uh, with your shelves, <laughs> uh, but if they're if they're substantial shelves, uh, well, first of all, hardwood. You just use some really good solid hardwood, do not be even looking at like pine. I feel like even plywood, I guess plywood would be okay, depending if you're doing edge banding. But if it's a substantial enough shelf and it might potentially hold a lot of weight, there's nothing wrong with routing out a channel and putting some C channel in there at the bottom, depending on where that goes. But honestly you're gonna be okay with just doing a dado in the back support of the the shelf. Uh even if you were doing like some people just put like quarter inch or eighth inch Ply on the back as a backer. Uh, if those shells are permanently in those spots, do some kind of support from the back. Either throw some brad nails through it or screw it in. And I guess this is a, a question to you guys because I I never really thought about it. Do you think alternating if you did a glue up of two boards and alternated the grain, think that would help with? It might help. It might help <clears> the stability a little bit.
2: I will never tell really you. I will tell you what I something. did on the walnut desk because the. The shelves that I made on those bookcases that were on either side—they
3: were. On,
1: hang on, Dan. Hang on, Dan. Uh, Dan, what do you think?
2: Oh right, I just oh, jumped okay. in there, didn't I? <laughs> <laughs> Kidding. Oculap, crackular,
0: um, <laughs> ocular, ocular, vesticular, Whatever. ocular, stop, crackular. Stop casting spells.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, you're a wizard, Ari. <laughs> stop. <I can't. laughs> well, Dan can't answer for thirty uh. seconds.
3: No. <laughs>
2: So what I did on those walnut shelves, <clears throat> because they were like 38 inches wide, they were a little wider than I like to go, and I wanted to keep them from sagging. So I put a little stretcher on the backside of them, a little walnut stretcher to match what they look like. But they were also open in the back, so I was able to do that. But I think I think Pete is kind of right. If you're going to put a backer on there, Maybe maybe not go with a quarter inch backer, maybe go with a half inch backer and nail it too and maybe use a little glue and that'll help a little bit too.
0: Yes. Mike, help us. Uh, I was thinking if you came in from the back with a through dowel into a dado, if you like cut your dado and you went, what? <laughs> what? No? no? A dowel no, through the back? The no, no, no. no. <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> oh, if you came through the back. <laughs> Vesticular, ocular, cracular. <laughs> what is happening? <laughs> the show is so, so off So if you came through the back with a dowel, a through dowel, right into the back, <laughs> into the dado, <laughs> I can't keep a straight face. All right. Next question. This one's from a listener. Their name happens it's to Josh. be Josh the Dad
4: uh, from the Big IG. Maybe you've heard of him. He's sort of a big deal. Hey guys, it's Josh the Dead. Yep, Josh the Dead, one of the big IG. Coming at you with this week's rambling thoughts. I really don't have anything woodworking resolved in my brain because uh, I'm kind of working my way out for the weekend. But something did come up, and it really has to do with the big IG. And it, it all comes down to tis the season. Tis the season for giveaways. Ugh. If I need to tag another friend or another acquaintance or another person on Instagram. I feel bad. I really do feel bad about tagging people just to put my name into a drawing. But you know what? I love it when they use something like Gleam or something like that, that you can actually hit the link, go to the site, click, click, get to their YouTube, do awesome stuff. Somebody's coming out in the garage while I'm recording this, but just do that as opposed to always tagging. What are your thoughts? Later. Pete.
1: Well, Mike, why don't you start since you're the pro on Gleam?
4: Uh, I do
0: prefer Gleam for not just conducting giveaways, but actually entering giveaways. I also don't like tagging people in giveaways, nor do I like many of the antics of giveaways. Share this in your story. Share this. There is a company that requires you to share the giveaway in your posts for every one of their giveaways, and they are high for making people do that. I cannot believe people put that stuff in their. <clears throat> g-
1: extra entries is one thing, but the, to enter.
0: Yeah. Well, no, like, even for extra like entries, it. I think it's well, crazy that they would like, put. I mean, I think it's crazy that they make people put that in their posts. Hmm. Um, but anyway, that's just a personal preference of mine. I think that you're really muddying the waters of your giveaways when you do that. So, or of your, of, of your post feed when you do that. So, um, but, uh, for me, I really do like Gleam a lot. Um, it's really, um, a great way for, if you're actually doing a giveaway, you can get good information from people. It does cause them to have to do a little bit more work. Yes, Dan, 100%, that's them. Um, it does, it does make you have to do a little, uh, the people entering do a little bit more work and you're gonna, as a result, have less people entering your giveaway, but they're people who are more engaged and the people you want entering your giveaway anyway. You don't want just everyone entering your giveaway, someone who doesn't care. Because if they're just some random person who's following you just for the giveaway, they're not the people you want to win your giveaway anyway. You want people to win your giveaway who have been <clears> closely following along and who have been like, uh, um, uh, I don't want to use the word loyal, but a loyal follower, I guess. Yep. So someone, you want someone to win who has been there for the long haul, not someone who just jumped on board because they got tagged in a giveaway. It's not what you want, ultimately. That's not what I want, at least. So I, I think Gleam is great. I wish there was other better services out there, but they're, they're kind of unfortunately the best one. Um, but it's great. You just put the link in your bio and they, people go there and they can choose to give you some email addresses. Depends on, you can set it up however you want. There's a bunch of ways to do it for free. It's the best. I should have done it for my most recent giveaway. Um, I wish I had, that was a huge mistake not doing that. Um, and yeah, it's kind of it. Pete, what about you?
1: Well, uh, luckily for you, there is a new service coming out. It's in early stages. Uh, here we go. Right now for for giveaways. No, but I'm not being funny here. For is it, giveaways, is there's it
0: vesticular, ocular. No, no, or? no.
1: <laughs> it's there's a new. It started with an email with an email address, but it's going to develop into its own giveaway website, which is awp at aol dot com at gmail oh dot
0: Yeah, <laughs> that uh, at, uh, at Pete, is spelled out shaming is me to like no no Mike for reals this is real this time. <laughs>
1: Yeah, we we actually No, no, you
0: need to shut up, Mike. This one's real. You need to shut up for real. <laughs> this one's good.
1: Somehow, AWP. <laughs> Thanks to one of our patrons, we now own awp at aol.com at gmail.com. And yes, that is an actual email. <laughs> Why It'll are you show it out? Give it out. Why not? Why not? I'm not giving him the password. It's just it's a real email. Thanks, Jake Vance from JV Woodworks.
0: Don't give him the password that is vesticular, ocular, crackular. We can't give that away.
1: (laughs) Once again, the Z's are silent. (laughs) But Mike is 100% correct. First of all, doing giveaways, we've all done the giveaways. where, like, hey, tag three friends. We've all done them. We've done them too much, honestly, because there's way too many of them. And yeah, it gets kind of annoying sometimes. I went through a stage where I found them really annoying when people were tagging me. And then I was just like, I don't care. You're tagging me. Cool. I'll just like that comment. And that's it. The other thing is, if... I'm the one doing the giveaway. You're doing yourself a massive disservice by doing the tag three friends. First of all, that is fake inflation you're getting on your account and all those people are going to drop off again. Dan knows what that's like. He just blew up on Instagram for like a week. It was awesome. And then he took a dip. But same thing happens with any of those giveaways. The other thing is, guess what? You got like a thousand comments that you need to copy and paste into a spreadsheet so you can find who the winner is.
0: Um, Tony can give me started uh, on that. Can I yeah. say something real quick? Yeah, you actually don't have to do that. There is a website you can literally Google called a uh, free Instagram comment picker, and you can you log into your Facebook business account and you take you drop the URL of the post, and it will auto it will randomly Facebook? pick a comment. Yeah, because your Facebook <laughs> business Facebook. is linked to your Instagram account. If you're doing this with a business account, oh, okay. that's the only way you can do it. So. So anyway, there, there's there's that. other ways, but, then, but yeah, Pete's right. It's it's you a schlong.
1: Think of the disservice. How <coughs> if first of all, you want those people. Like if somebody wants to win a prize that costs you know tens of dollars or hundreds of dollars, uh, you know, have them put in some work. If they really want to win, they they gotta enter. And Gleam provides you with an option to have them check out your Etsy store. Let's say you have to fa- check out the Etsy store, sub to a YouTube channel. Follow on Instagram, like all those could be requirements if people don't want to do them. Or basically, you do the basic entry and then you can get bonus entries. That's a great way to grow your numbers because people, the people that are actually following that link and going on Gleam and doing that, they're very likely to stay subscribed to all those channels and actually be an organic growth for you. So, definitely worth
0: it. Well, doing. the other thing about Gleam is they can't, can't actually, through the API, they're not actually able to make you follow their stuff. So no, like thank a f- you.
1: But it's right, it's like a plus one, right?
0: No, you actually the API and Gleam won't can't like add the ability to make someone subscribe to your stuff. Mm-hmm. They as have long to, as you, you follow can, the link, they give you the credit. Yeah, you follow. You don't have to actually subscribe. It's just go to this Got it. YouTube but it's channel. Still, you know, somebody might. It's go implied. To your
1: channel, it's implied. Yeah, yeah you're forcing you're traffic to, to your platform, YouTube
0: that you wouldn't necessarily yeah. have gotten before, and people will imply. However. If you were going to use Gleam, we're doing a whole Gleam thing right now. I'm sorry, to Pete, to jump in, but one thing you could do is you've
1: done it more than you, I have.
0: You could say, "Hey, in your post to win, you have to sub- be a subscriber to my YouTube, and you have to make them provide that proof somehow." I mean, that can seems like check. really above and beyond. Well, you can can't you see really your check subs them. You can't. So oh, you sorry. you can't see your subs. I mean, you have to go through them manually. You can't. You can see your subs, Ugh. but it's not like you can't search them. So you they have only
1: got two hundred and forty
0: keeps it simple. Uh you can make them send you a screenshot of them being subscribed to your YouTube channel, but that seems like kind of do work. Yeah. yeah, I mean that's, that's kind of like
1: eyes on your content.
0: Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. All right. Dan, did Dan do any
2: of this? No. no
1: not
2: yet. <laughs> I haven't. I'm going to agree with everything you guys said, Thank but you I will so say much. if you have uh if you if you want to enter a giveaway and you got to tag somebody, feel free to tag me. I don't care. Yeah, I don't care if you tag me. Either. It doesn't matter. Yeah, tag
1: me too. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Tag all three of what? us. There you go. Usually, most giveaways are like tag three friends. There you go. Tag
0: us. Boom. You have three friends. Uh, well, you yeah, got a friend in me. Friends, but,
1: uh, you got yeah, a
5: friend sure. indeed.
0: Um, this next one's from Kevin. He had a good question. I can't remember what it was, but it's a good question. It was a good question.
5: Hey guys, Devin here with Amidextrous Woodworks. Uh, <laughs> hold on. Just at the rave. Let me step outside. All right. I have a question for um Dan. This is a CNC versus laser question, so it should be right up his alley. But my question is, there's a lot of debate lately about what's better hand scroll saw things versus Yo. laser and CNC owners and what's real art. My question really deals with, would you charge or pay more for a handcrafted item from like a scroll sawer or with hand tools versus you know, something that's CNC'd or do you even, does that even cross your mind, I guess would be my question. So love the show. Thanks guys. Talk to you later.
0: Okay. Pete.
1: Uh, So honestly it makes no difference. It, the CNC is just a tool. If you're going scroll saw versus CNC in this case, it's, it's just less time, less of your personal time to carve that out. And I mean, I, I would, charge the same but do less work so yes you're making more per hour because it's a specialized tool and don't even get me started on a laser that's a super specialized tool so you can charge whatever the market is for that um, but I don't think it makes a huge difference like like handcrafted when it's like fancy woodworking like yeah that's that's a different thing but when you're talking about things that are either like scroll saw hand carving or CNC then it's pretty much the same it's just how much time do you want to save and what tools do you have uh, damn what do you think
2: I mean, the the label handcrafted is is quite, like, uh, disingenuous in a, in a sense that, like, it could be handcrafted and it could be super nice and super sexy and super amazing looking, but it could also look like a kindergartner done it.
1: Hmm.
2: I mean, they're both <laughs> handcrafted.
1: I mean, look at Mike's bench.
2: <laughs> it's terrible.
1: <laughs> no, like, he, he did, a, like, it's a bunch of it on a CNC. <laughs> the thing looks freaking incredible.
0: Well, only on the back. I've done a bunch of it on the CNC, but you get what I'm saying, right? Yeah, but- right. I mm-hmm. made it, but yeah, that was only the back's rest was done on the CNC. Nothing else was. So handcrafted, you know, whatever. Yeah, Mike.
1: Pick
2: it up. Yeah, it doesn't matter to me
0: as long as you're buying from a small business. That's all I care about. Yeah. If the person has specialized tools, I don't really. That's great. They've invested in their business. You can do whatever they can do whatever they want. Um. This next – oh, let's do giveaway, yeah. Giveaway. Mm. Which one? Oh, that's a good question. We have two.
2: Both. Both back-to-back? Let's do both back-to-back, yes. So we're going to start with uh, Tyler over at hdc-underscored-az. He's doing a rebrand on his website, and he sells templates and what have you. And we did a couple of code phrases for him. We did some in the pre-show. We did some in the main show. We had over 120 entries for his giveaway. And he was giving away a $50 credit to his store for templates and whatnot. And that winner was Nick
0: Cochran. (laughs) He did it again. Son of a gun. (laughs)
2: Good job, Nick. And then, uh, obviously, every week we have a uh, giveaway by Macbeth Hardwood.
3: Thank which you, Macbeth. We
2: super appreciate. Look at this nice yep. hat I have. It's a Fred Durst model from Macbeth. <laughs> um, pre-show give, uh, pre-show joke from last week. Uh, they were giving away OD Super Duper Dark nine ounce with a Scotch Brite non-abrasive pad. That's a forty-one dollar value. Nice. And uh, that winner was Noel Toledo. Holy Toledo. <laughs> Congratulations to Congrats, Noel. Dude. Mike Mike nailed it. Holy Toledo, Noel. Good job. Um, this coming week, we got two more giveaways. We don't have a whole lot of, well, we
0: got some code phrases. I guess we could work. I mean, them. we got three we could choose from right. vesticular, <laughs> ocular. Or crackular.
1: <laughs> you mispronounced them all. Okay. Festiculap.
0: Yes. yes. Send your picture. All right. Thanks. Uh,
2: the first one is a giveaway by our sponsor this week, Stickerbeat. They are giving away a seventy-five-dollar credit. Whoa. That is huge. That's pretty dope.
3: That's humongous. huge.
2: I don't. I don't know if they have a limit, like a, a minimum limit. I don't I don't think they do. They didn't specify. No. So that's awesome. Super cool of them. And if you were in the pre-show you could have got an extra entry to this, but if you weren't, your code phrase is going to be ocular. <laughs>
0: <laughs> just just a one word. Just ocular. Can no, no, let's let's, let's let's make it a little more interesting.
2: Ocular woodworking.
0: That's all I got. They're just getting. Worse, <laughs> it totally dude. sounds like a Harry Potter like spell for sure. Yeah, ocular woodworking and then you do the ocular thing with your
2: woodworking.
0: <laughs> just get the spelling close. That's all we care about. Just, none of us get, in this conversation know how to spell any of it anyway. So <laughs> send that. And
2: to where does us that us in need to a go DM. to? Send that to <laughs> us in a DM at another woodshop podcast on our ID page, or send it to an email.
0: to... are we? Are we doing the new one? too? I'm we'll still do, do a new one, the not a new podcast new one. Podcast at AOL at gmail.com.
2: <laughs> that just seems like so much work, you guys.
0: <clears throat> no, I like the other
2: one. one. I like the other one. I know. I know. Mike really likes that AOL.
1: <laughs> you do you want know? me to tell you what it is, Dan? Did you forget yes, already?
2: I need you to say.
1: It's AWP giveaway at gmail.com.
2: Giveaway spelled out one word. Yep. AWP giveaway. Give away at. Gmail.com.
0: That's, I think we've explained it well enough. <laughs> Words are hard. At now listen. At G, G. That's a symbol with an A with a male loopy loop. No. Not the not not gender. <laughs> the letters.
3: <laughs>
2: is that I've it? already uh, forgotten what the code phrase is.
0: But it's you can send that to us. It's <laughs> ocular woodworking.
5: <laughs>
0: this is an absolute mess of an episode. <laughs>
1: a C- code phrase dumpster fire Dumpster fire woodworking
0: <laughs>
2: send that to us
0: in an email Please. holy moly alright hey let's get this going quick this next
2: uh, one is that it are you caught up no we have another giveaway sponsored You're by right. Macbeth hardwood check out this hat
0: whoops <laughs> what I keep interrupting uh, you they're giving but away I just did <laughs>
2: They're giving away a moss epoxy tabletop two-court kit. That's a $49.99. Well, that's a $50 value. It's like one cent away from $50. So uh, we need a code phrase for that one. You guys have anything? I'm all out. Dupa. Uh, Dupa. Dupa. It's getting
1: Dupa Loompa. No.
0: Dupa Loompa. Dupa Loompa. Dupa Loompa? Dupa Lumpa. Isn't that a Filipino dish?
1: Hey. No, that's Lumpia. That's Lumpia. No, it comes with rice. <clears throat> <clears throat>
2: For that, the that giveaway, the code phrase is Dupa Lumpa. D-U-P-A-L-U-M-P-A.
1: D-U-P-A-L-U-M-P-A. No, Lumpa is
2: L-O-O-M-P-A. This is going to be a good fight.
0: With, I can't wait to We're
1: going oh metric spelling. I didn't know that. I'm sorry.
2: Gee whiz! Imperial, it's the Imperial Lumpa. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was obvious. I drive a Silverado. Um,
1: oh, that's why you're a big deal.
2: Send that to us uh, in a DM at our uh, IG page under Woodshop Podcast, or send it to us in an email at awp giveaway at
0: gmail.com.
2: Please, fantastic. Let's go, let's go back to the show, please.
0: Questions. We have questions. This one's from Moses Cho. He wants you to let his people Cho. Hey guys, it's Moses Cho from Chosen Craft Co. When you guys first got into woodworking, um, were you buying things like glue and
5: finishes? Stuff that knew, you knew that you were going to use later on um, in bulks <laughs> or small amounts so that you could try them out. For example, type on two, type on three, you know, different types of finishes. Um, or did you want to
0: buy in small amounts, and save money because you might not like the other ones. Let me know, guys. Thank you. Dan, I didn't listen to that, so can you uh, go real quick?
2: <laughs> I'm going ha- to ask Pete to go because I was still writing down
0: uh, show sure. notes. Oh, I'm sorry, show Pete, notes. So, answer that question so I, I can get will, an idea about what he asked. <laughs>
1: yeah, I will answer the question like a politician where okay. I repeat the question You're gonna repeat so it back. the guys Thank you, know. Great. Cool, 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 yeah. cool. When I was starting out, and I was in 97. buying supplies. Oh, wait, no, that's the other guy. Supplies. Uh, excuse me, I'm speaking. I'm speaking. Excuse me, I'm speaking. <laughs> it's a little political joke there for you. Uh, when I was buying supplies when I was starting out, I was not buying in bulk because I did not think I was going to be making 100 cutting boards at a time. I was making, I was buying samples and small stuff. And also, I was trying to save money because, you know, when you go to Home Depot, I'm like, well, let me get a bottle of glue. Let me get this finished. Let me get some of this. And before you know it, it's like 100 bucks. And, you're then at the time girlfriend looks at you and like, do you really need all this stuff? Like, what are you, what are you doing with it? Love you, Did I that mean. girlfriend end up marrying you? Yeah. Everybody makes mistakes. Everybody has those days. <laughs> <So. laughs> but yeah, no, I was definitely not buying in bulk, but I was buying a variety. Like we were saying in an earlier question, like I was just trying to try a bunch of stuff out and I'm glad I did that. And there's still sample sizes, like whatever the smallest size of some of the stuff is. Probably in that finished closet that I have of stuff that I barely use. It's probably bad by now. I should probably go through it. But don't buy in bulk because you never know what you're going to be doing. If you buy a giant can of poly and then like three months you're using Odie's oil, you just wasted money. So, Mike? Um, I would buy
0: like the amount that they sell it in. Like, I mean, like a quart or whatever. I didn't find, like, sample sizes. I didn't know that was a thing. No, no. But I'm i would just like. sample
1: size. I meant sample sizes in, like, whatever the smallest.
0: You're not buying finishes at Costco? <laughs> yeah, I'm not rolling <laughs> in there the 50 with my...
1: gallon drum. I have like <laughs> it's like a ziplock bag of a polyurethane. A <laughs> 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 <Zip walk> bag. <back. laughs> <laughs> like a <tight> bond thing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: No, Um. yeah, I would just buy whatever sizes they had. I, whenever I wanted to try. I mean, it's like, <laughs>
1: how much money does this stuff cost? It's like 12 But you bucks. weren't buying, like... The large cans of stuff and a
0: large bottle. I wasn't like buying a gallon of it. No, I mean, that's crazy. I still don't buy a gallon of stuff. Um, But I mean, you know, unless I'm – unless it's like – when I get my new sprayer, if I'm going to – when I have my sprayer, I'm probably going to buy lacquer in the gallon and some of these other things in the gallon. It's actually cheaper if you buy it by the five-gallon bucket. Yeah. So, I mean, there's certain things that – It's hot tip. But, like, right now, <clears throat> but no, I mean, n- there was never a time when I was buying, like, the biggest one. But, I mean, I would just buy whatever they had for sale. I wasn't like, oh, man, this $10 is going to bank. I'm never going to recover from this financially. <laughs> it was never like that. <laughs> Mike, it exotic. Like- <laughs> <laughs> Mike Exotic. Mike <laughs>
5: Exotic. <laughs> That's the show title. That's the show title. <laughs> oh. Mike oh,
0: so <laughs> good um anyway uh yeah i mean i would just buy whatever there was but i wasn't like i also never did the stain thing either so i don't those i don't know how much that stuff costs what, like 12 bucks for a jar or whatever is that right i don't even i literally don't know
1: it really depends on the brand More and the stain than the little whatever. Little can that they sell.
0: So I mean, I've never – I never invested in those. So, there's only like a couple of things that I've bought where like it ended up sitting and now it's bad. And that's I have a thing of simple finish, which I really do like that finish, but I like Odie's more. Um, But I do have a thing of it that's bad. You know, and that stuff's not cheap, but it's like, you know, I made my money back on it. Um, And then there's armor seal in there that I just don't really use anymore. Um, But like, yeah, I mean, just kind of just get the stuff you want to use and then just look at your own budget. There's no like right or wrong answer here. Get the stuff you want.
2: Dan? I'm going to say ditto to everything Mike said.
0: Thank you. What about what I said? It was very good stuff. You too, Pete. Ditto. This next question is from Nick Potter. Oddly enough, he's a woodworker.
5: Hey, fellas. This is Nick from Potter Creek Designs. And I had a question about creating content in a shared workspace. So recently I joined a community uh workshop that's next to me. I don't have any uh I have some tools, I don't have a garage or any kind of workspace at all, so this has been great. Um the projects I've been working on, I've been taking finished shots um at the very end, but I'm looking to take and incorporate uh action shots to really show the progress of a build. I'm trying to do that in a way that's courteous to others because I don't want to create tripping hazards by setting up a tripod at every machine that I use. Um it's never been that busy, but I don't want, you know, on a Saturday morning when it's there's a lot of people there, I don't want a line to form behind me because I'm at the bandsaw trying to get the perfect angle for a perfect <laughs> shot. Um, so I'm just trying to be efficient, courteous of others, and get good content. So what do, what do you guys think? Do you have any good uh, recommendations, good practices, any gear that you might use? Maybe uh, I just use my phone with one of those uh, tripods with the articulating arms for just a quick setup. Maybe I even uh, get a GoPro and put it on a chest mount and just, you know, turn it on at the beginning and just do my thing. And hopefully I get some good, good shots and good angles. Uh, I, I don't know. What do you guys think?
0: Thanks. I'll
1: I'm take just, this one since Mike I'm is dying. Seeing, I'm
0: just seeing this image in my head of Nick rolling into this makerspace with like one of those shoulder harness cameras. <laughs> it's like huge like for like filming Jurassic Park. This <laughs> is <just> like <laughs> It's like, no, it's he's
2: like be running Jurassic a jigsaw in front of him with <laughs> the uh,
0: kazoo. Have you, ever, have you seen it?
2: <laughs> this is off, dude. Oh, God.
0: I'm gonna go oh. first. Listen, I literally yeah. have no way to relate to that because I've never had to deal with that. <laughs> don't I don't have know what. I've never worked in a makerspace. <laughs> none of us have. Well, yeah, it's no, actually, is, Pete, I have no way to relate. <laughs> I have no way to relate to it because I and I don't even know that like I would be comfortable in that situation, like filming. Me working in front of other people, I don't know that I would be able to do that or get comfortable in front of the camera or any of this stuff. Having to be in that situation, so I literally can't give you any advice because I don't even know how I could wrap my brain around that. So Pete can though. He works at a DIY joint. So go That's to you, Pete. The name. It's uh, owned oh, sure. by Spike Lee. It's a Spike Lee joint. <laughs>
1: <It's a> Spike, <laughs> Spike Lee joint. Um, honestly. <clears throat> Don't overthink it. That's the only advice I can give you. Like don't overthink the content you have to make. You don't have to get every piece of the build in a video. Like, yes, people do that, but you know, you work with what you got. Mike can set up a tripod and will be jigs and everything and get shots and then sit down and edit it before dinner. Like that's okay. But he's working on his time. You know, we're we're all editing little things together, but we're in our shops. Work with what you got. Honestly, I'm pretty sure for all of us, some of the simplest videos or posts sometimes just do really well a nice finish shot a nice up close literally <laughs> five second shot of you cutting something on a band saw. eight
2: second shot of you failing
1: yeah Cur- currently my hottest reel ever is me hesitating and then applying paint to base like to wooden walls it's
2: because the pajama it's- pants though
1: yeah it's the pajama pants I nailed it but it, like you never know what's gonna go off and at the end of the day, content is content. You want to be consistent, you want to keep posting, and you want to show your life. You you don't need to fake it that, oh, I'm working on this tool, whatever, and then like you know, people don't know you're in a makerspace. Work with that. That a lot of people are working on a makerspace that makes you relatable. Show yeah, that off. For sure. Do a do a video of just you painting of all the other makers making in that space. I do it all the time for when I'm when I'm teaching. I'll be teaching there tomorrow morning. And I'll probably do a, a post about whatever we're working on. It's sanding day. It's super boring. A lot of sawdust in the air. But still, well, I'll probably do a post. There. Yeah, surely. Yeah. So, don't overthink it. Post whatever. You need to set up a tripod, do anything crazy. Just have someone like, hey, can you just record me real quick doing this? Use the resources around you. People. Dan? Yes. Everything to
2: to <coughs> yes to everything what Pete said.
1: Uh, you could also pick up a,
2: a little thing on Amazon called a Gorillapod. It's super flexible, it grips to almost anything, and you can put your phone on it. So you can, like, grab a video of you using the table saw <laughs> while you clamp it to the edge of the table saw itself. I mean, it's a really great little thing. Get something like that. Or, like what people said in the in the pre-show chat when we pre-listened to the, the question, get yourself some drones. Fly, fly, fly in a in drone the, around. Shop drones. Get a couple of shop way. drones. <laughs> But for real, uh, you know, think outside of the box. And what Pete said was like s- spot on. Thank
1: you.
2: I was going to say spark on, but was, I was like, wait, was a that's hard not right.
5: Say. Spark on? Spark. <laughs> <You> <laughs> what sure Pete said was spot spark lap on, on. lap. <laughs> that's a new. Pete, that, that was spot lap on
1: lap. Spot on. Mike, what do you got to add?
0: Nothing. I already went. I have no way to add to that. I'm oh, so, okay, so we're good. Order, we're back
3: to right Sam
4: right. Zook hey fellas it's sam zook with heirloom woodshop so with it being christmas time i'm sure you guys are getting asked all the time about you know what's on your christmas list what are your favorite christmas gifts that you've ever gotten or like josh the dad's question from last week about what's the favorite christmas gift you've ever made well i want to sort of know the opposite i want to know is there ever a you know something that you got that you hated or you know, maybe there's a maybe there's a tool that you bought for yourself that you just couldn't wait to replace it because you thought it was gonna be good and you thought wrong. <laughs> Let me know. Thanks, guys. Dan.
2: Uh a tool one. I bought for myself that I can't wait to replace, or or I have replaced, was the six inch bench top delta jointer. That thing <laughs> was I'm sorry, Delta, but it was really bad. And what I need to replace soon is my wind drill. <laughs> the the littlest wind drill press. It needs to go. <laughs> I know a lot of people have good luck with that, but I have not. And
0: With the yeah, wind drill press, people have a lot, a lot of good luck with it? I'm trying to be nice and positive. Oh, oh okay. Cool, 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 <laughs> <laughs> cool. cool. I,
2: haven't had, I haven't had good luck with that. I mean, it's gotten me by, but.
0: I mean, throw. I think if if you're, anyway, sorry. Yeah. Go I ahead, think Mike. if you're in the market for that, it does it does fine for what that market's for. It's not for yeah. a guy building furniture. You're outgrown it. I've outgrown <laughs> it's it. It's not for you. Absolutely. Yeah. It's for like a 14-year-old kid who mm-hmm. wants to like play around in his dad's Ouch. shop. <laughs> if you got, if someone hires you to make some, you know, some swing seats and you have some planks and you need to put some recessed knot holes in there. Talk, talk dirty <laughs> I'm not going to use a drill press for am I Amish I'm going to use my CNC I was listening back to that and Ash was messaging me about it. <laughs> that was a pretty funny Ash part I just thought it <laughs> was really funny <laughs> me and Dan, you when, can like, hear me and Dan realizing what you were saying you were building at the same time just from it our just like instantly deflated huh? it
1: I wasn't, ch- I wasn't trying to upsell
0: it. I was just it. No, you weren't. It, you totally it. didn't. You didn't. <laughs> but, That's why it was so funny. But when funny. you like realized, are like, so planks. <laughs> I was like, oh, you're you're giving him two pieces of straight wood with two holes in it. <laughs> Four holes <laughs> oh, each. Sorry. Yeah. No, it, you did not try to upsell yeah. it at all. You, Me and Dan went to jump to a conclusion. mostly Yeah, went me. for
1: top shelf <laughs> seat.
0: <laughs> anyway, uh, what were we talking about? Oh, bad gifts. No is it my turn? Or is it Dan's turn? It is It's now. Pete's turn. Pete, Pete has turn. Has Yes, it, it is
1: um for me it was it was i didn't realize i disliked it and hated it and needed to replace it until i got rid of it and replaced it um and that was my oh there's a theme um it was my delta lathe <laughs> it, and it's not that it was like bad it used what's called a reeves drive which was literally two discs plastic nonetheless the christopher, whole thing is cast christopher iron. reeves drive Ha, 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 ha No, because then half of the bottom half wouldn't work. Uh, anyways, oh too soon. It was super. That's got to be edited point.
0: out. Okay. <laughs> I <laughs> made but a no, joke was- too, but I was muted. He <laughs> 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 said Christopher so Reeves uses- drive, and I said not anymore. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Why you- would you edit yep, it, it not-
0: out?
1: <laughs> like, it's it's no, I, added, I was but- muted. <laughs> no, well, this on. is in the show now. No, it's happening. He's not taking this out. <laughs> Anyways, it's got a Reeves drop. Two plastic Mike discs exotic. squeeze <laughs> or come apart. And that's how it adjusted the speed on it. Oh. It was so freaking loud. And they're very prone to breaking. It was just a super loud lathe. But it was my first <laughs> lathe. It was all... The body was cast iron. I was super, ex, super excited about it. I was like, oh, this is the best thing ever. This is awesome. It was also the heaviest freaking tool that I owned to date. Actually, yeah, really to date because I didn't have my... uh my Pyramatic kit, I don't think. And I got rid of it, and I was like, all right, that's where the CNC went. And then I got uh, Dan's lathe, that is now my lathe, the jet lathe. And I was like, holy crap. I lathe. did not realize how awful the old one was. It was just loud and obnoxious. What's and What's and funny
2: about that is the guy that gave me that lathe, because I never paid for that lathe. I just had a guy give it to me. He said that it was broken, and there was something wrong with it. And I was like, mm, I don't know if yeah. that's accurate, but works will it's a great Seems way. Seems like
0: it works good. <laughs> uh, I didn't think I really answered, did I?
1: Did you? I don't know. I don't,
0: know. I don't think, Well, I didn't want to say what gifts I've gotten that I didn't like because I'm pretty sure like my two worst gifts, that person listens to this show. So I don't want to say, say what it is.
1: Well, we've all definitely gotten tools from
0: <clears throat> I, tools. I can give an example of a tool that I bought that I I got and I was I hated it after I got it. Like not very long into buying it and I was like I made a huge mistake like <laughs> when I bought it. It was I bought when I first started woodworking was a 12-inch rigid miter saw. That thing was garbage. It I could literally never get that I would get it squared up and dialed in and then two cuts later it would be undialed. It was unreal. And the thing was I don't know 49 inches long fully extended because it had these crazy long arms that would go all the way back so I'd have to, like, run at it from across the room to get the slider to work and stuff. It was so stupid. <laughs> I hope anyway, people watch st- the videos <laughs>
4: so they can see it. <laughs>
0: it, was, it was dumb. Yeah, you actually, could see it. running some, the whole
1: time <clears throat> I was talking.
0: Yeah, you could see it in my old posts. It's It was a really bad saw. And I was, like, super pumped on it. I got it. And then after, like, a week, all the, the grand illusion had gone away about how – it was terrible. Anyway, I hated that. And saw.
1: we've all definitely gotten tools, not stuff that we purchased, but we've received through just kind of being – you know, an influencer online, and we all—I think we all have the same rule of we don't post if it's negative. We just don't post at all. You know, so we don't—we're not going to bash something. We're just not going to post about it. And I think we—we we all have all gotten some stuff that we're like, yeah. Yeah, me and Dan are on the same page about some stuff.
2: <laughs> but this question was kind of uh, ambiguous. They didn't ask for like tools that we didn't like. They just asked for. Yeah, you did. Was it? Yeah, tools? He said, "If there
0: was tools that you, you've gotten, because I was, was going like to talk about
2: the time that I got that that bunny onesie
0: oh.
2: for a Christmas gift.
1: I didn't. Ooh. Oh, like the that. one you sent the Christmas cards to, just me and Mike.
2: Yeah. In I thought we were okay, just talking about no bad kids. Christmas gifts. Period. All
1: right. <laughs>
0: anyway. All right. right. Well, those were the I'm breaks, and that I'm was our show. Save it. <laughs> no. Is that it. No, 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 no. No, no. no we one got one more question. This next question is from Tom Thomas g thomas of thomas g woodworks i don't know if that's accurate or not it's
1: thomas custom
4: woodworks thank you hey guys thomas here from thomas custom woodworks on instagram and my question today is about masks i really don't know what masks i should be wearing in the shop and if i should be wearing a, a certain mask for one application like sanding and using power tools and a different mask for, like, applying finishes and, and spraying. Um, so what type of masks do you guys use in the shop, and do you wear different masks for different applications? Thanks so much. Oh, and the picture you put on Instagram of your faces on the Limp Biscuit cover was one of the most <laughs> hilarious and disturbing things I've ever seen in my life. Appreciate it, guys. Have a good one.
0: Uh, I... Have a 3M half face mask that I wear for anything when I feel I need to wear a mask, and I don't really wear anything else but that. Whenever I'm going to wear a mask, I don't really see any. Uh, But I do actually when I am sanding, I do wear a Nixon mask. (laughs) No, okay, it's not like something you'd rob a bank in. (laughs) Dan is annoyed. So we're gonna mo- no. I, I just to no, sleep. Three- Dan Dan Dan. Oh no, <laughs> he's awake. All Grandpa right. Dan fell asleep. No, uh, we got uh, the Nick the Nixon mask. the the the, uh, the three in mask is what I wear. The half mask. Dan, go.
2: I have a <clears> really <throat> nice ventilator whenever I'm spraying lacquer because of the particulates in the air. It's not a low VOC finish, but it is a great mm. finish. So I like VOC to use is. it. <laughs> I like to use it. So I do wear a heavy. Uh, heavy ventilator. It's it. I forget the actual numbers, but it's a, it's a really great ventilator. If you message me on Instagram, I will send you a link to it. However, whenever I'm doing anything else, I don't wear a mask anymore because my dust collection is actually pretty on point these days, which I am super appreciative of. Thanks to Macbeth hardwood. They hooked me up with a nice Laguna, uh, P flex one. So, that's what I do, Pete.
1: I I don't have a P-Flux one. I have a Penn State Industries uh, large fan attached to Are a. Are you bag. talking about Pittsburgh <clears throat> Industries or or Penn State? A Penn State Industries, not Pittsburgh Industries. Oh, okay. um, but yeah, so what I use is well. First of all, I, I think we talked about this a couple of weeks ago, where it, we all have masks now. We have no excuse. Oh yeah, We yeah, should be yeah. wearing a mask. Yeah, we should be wearing some kind of mask, like especially. If you're, if you're sanding, listen. I, you know, even if you have a nice dust dust extractor and a good sander, you should be wearing some kind of mask. Uh, at the very least, you know, running some kind of air filtration if you can. I use, I just use like a regular standard whatever masks I'm wearing that that day. We bought a bunch a bunch of cloth masks. I wear that anytime I'm doing a lot of, like sanding or if I'm making a lot of repetitive cuts at the at uh, the table saw, especially if I'm not cutting across, but I'm just kind of cutting edges, like I was cutting edges off the cutting boards, and that sprays a lot of sawdust because it's not a clear crosscut. I was wearing just a regular mask, but if I'm doing any VOC, which Mike, what is that again?
0: Uh, vesticular, ocular craculars.
1: Thank you. I you don't want
0: to get those in your system.
1: Yeah. Don't want to get them in your eyes. Right? You'll
0: start listening uh, to Nickelback and Fred Nickelback. Durst albums. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, for that, I wear, and I have this fairly I don't want to say old school, but it's just I've had this mask for about six seven years and
0: whoa dude it's got old.
1: these these can philister, uh, philister, uh can, can, can phillister
0: i went to school with that guy he was a good <laughs> dude can <laughs> phillister <laughs> it's so late
1: it's so late here um can uh filters like filters yeah. thank you canisters i was trying to say canister oh yeah, yeah those yeah. words it's almost time. 2 a.m <laughs> words are hard it Poor is almost 2 a. i know it's so late i'd have to teach at time yay but i use that and I'm not gonna lie; it's getting to that point where they've been on there so long, I can sometimes smell finishes as I'm spraying them, which is we know is not good. Uh, But right around the time when I was like, "Oh, I should get one of those masks," you know, we a lot of times we see the ones with like the pink filters on there. I couldn't get any because it happened around you know April and everyone was buying them up because of COVID, and they're still very, very hard to get. So I've just been getting replacement cans for my my masks that I have, and that's that's all I can really do. Uh, but aside from that, just at least wear like a basic mask. Most of us don't have, you know, what is it? P flux one, F one, P one, whatever. I don't know. I don't have one, so I don't know what it's called. Most of us don't have that. So if you have basic dust collection, you should still be using something like a proper mask.
0: Build That's up it. your shop with good dust collection. It's very important. Yes. Unlike get, Dan, get a respirator or get get an air filtration system for up in the yeah, air for now. the fine stuff, and then uh, you know, uh. I don't want to tell you not to wear a mask, but if you have a good uh, air filtration thing up in the air and you've got dust collection or a good <clears throat> extractor connected to your sanders, you probably don't need to wear a face mask. <clears throat> but if you're doing stuff where you obviously can see dust in the air, you really need to be wearing it whenever you can. I mean, anyway, we don't need to beat this into the ground. You want to do this. If you like doing woodworking and you want to do it forever, uh, you don't want to die from doing woodworking. Wear your PPE. PPE. Um. Okay, <laughs> he said pee <pee-pee>. pee. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, and with that, I just wanted to say big thank you to Sticker Beat. <laughs> Is that it? <laughs> Are we done? No, that's that's the question. Yeah, let's that's get it all the there. questions. I wanted to, I want to simultaneously say thank you and sorry to Sticker Beat for sponsoring this <laughs> episode of another Woodshop Podcast. We really appreciate your guys' support for reals. I know that they're they're going to be cool with the show. They're good guys over there. Um. Thank you to them. Thank you to all our uh, patrons. Thank you to everyone who gives us, uh, reviews. We're not really sure if they do anything, but we're thankful for you taking the time <laughs> out of your day to give us a review. Five stars only. Um, and also thank you to everyone who shares the show. That's been happening a lot in the last few days. We really appreciate that. Super appreciate that. Word that. out. We're trying to get, um, we're just trying to always grow the show. We just want this thing to grow. Grow, 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 grow. We always want to see growth. We don't want to see uh you know the bell curve coming to the other side. So we just want to see it climbing, climbing, climbing. So we need your help for that, and we appreciate everything you guys do. We appreciate the community. The pre show was so fun tonight because of the community. Wow. If it was just me, Dan and Pete, it really wouldn't <laughs> be that fun. It'd just be us having laughs. It and was kind of really sad. fun tonight. I just think sad. it was one wow. of our better pre <laughs> so shows it ever. Was zero percent chance that it's not our best pre-show does that make yeah. sense but I just yeah. said I really can't even follow it um, <laughs> it, was, it was a really great pre-show everyone was, it was a good time and it was a ton of fun so we really appreciate everyone who's in there and who takes time out of their Friday evening to spend it with us so thank you for that um, and I guess that's kind of it right please alright let's it. call it it's really late bye now yeah. bye 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 love you bye, long bye, bye, time. bye 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 I love you long time bye